This podcast is brought to you by the badasses over at Buffalo Bayou Brewing Company. Drown ideology in beer. I can think of only one thing that could lift my spirits right now. Beer. 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 This is Drink of Ages on ESPN 97.5. The only show dedicated to craft beer, spirits, and music. Here's your host and luminary, John Denman. John Denman. Hey, welcome to another Drink of Ages radio show. I am your host, John Demon, and we are here hanging out at Drink of Ages Pub. You guys definitely need to stop by in here sometime, especially on Wednesdays. You can see how we actually do this show as we're sitting around tables drinking some pretty kick-ass beers. But um, I want to welcome everybody. Hope everybody's having a great night. Hope everybody's drinking good beers out there, being safe. This episode of Drink of Ages is brought to you by Rar and Sons Oktoberfest. 7% nice dark amber beer. Uh, just easy drinking, malty finish. Uh, and it's not going to be around much longer, so you know, you go find some. We have it here on tap, and you can find it on around town. Different places, some of your favorite bars. But um, we've got a great show tonight. We have a, it's going to be a busy show. We're probably going to burn through it pretty fast because uh, nice guest. Good guest on this show. A good reason to burn through it because you have nice guests. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's one of those that when you're having fun, you know, all of a sudden you blink. It's like we're done already. It's like, yeah, man, we're done, and it's, it's only been four beers later. <laughs> but no, from a, a co-host, I have a special co-host for this episode, Alan Ward from Brigadoon Brewery. Thank you, John. Nice to be back out with you again. Man, definitely. And I was, uh, it reminded me. Facebook always reminds you of what you did a year ago or two years ago, and for the last couple of years around this time. I was hanging out with Alan. We've been so. together, haven't we? Yes. It's our time of year. It's, it's like a reunion. Anniversary. <laughs> yep. So, <clears throat> Brigadoon Brewery is up there at the Renaissance Festival, plus some other information that hopefully we'll talk about. And here's some good news from Alan. Plethora of information. Plethora of information. It's a big then, word. Plethora. From Eureka Heights, new brewery that opened up right there. 18th, 20th Street in the Heights. Yeah, 18th and Shepherd in the Heights. 18th and Shepherd. Casey Motes and Brent Davis is hanging out with us. Hey, thanks for having us, guys. First time that they're hanging out on the show. Yeah. So we'll, we can look long back time, in first a, time? Is that long, what I'm supposed to say? <laughs> long, long time, long, long time, first, long time, time. first time. First time, long time. That's the way we like it. It'll pass quickly. <laughs> but... Yeah, uh, Eureka Heights. Eureka Heights opened up. Uh, you just recently did your big grand opening party, so that's cool. And yeah, so we'll get into that. Kind of, kind of come up with talk talk about your ideas, like with, with the George theme and some of the other events you guys. Because man, talk about events. I know Alan, you've got a ton of stuff going on because you're at the Renaissance Festival. But I don't can't think of another brewery that has more events going on right now than Eureka Heights. Boom. That's good. Yep, that's there's excellent. none. We try to, yeah, that's our None. goal. None. <laughs> to, to absolutely. Use them all up. Zero. Yeah. <laughs> None left for anybody else. Yeah. So yeah. the Brigadoon Brewery is up there at the Renaissance Festival. The brewery is actually on site. And if you, like, one of the million people that go up there every year to hang out, I'm sure you've walked by. And seeing this handsome man walking around in his kilt. He stands proudly and boldly at the edge. Enjoying enjoying some of his fine beverages that he's making up there. On top of that, not just his, but also you bring in other people's beers. We do. We started out nine years ago with the idea of running craft beer across Texas. And not only our beer, but other craft breweries' beer also. So one of our primary goals still is is to bring other brewers in from across Texas to do a class with us and visit us 
<clears throat> this last weekend we had a house full. We had Uncle Billy's out and North and Northwest out. Did a collaboration with us. That'll be on tap uh, the 19th of November. So we, we believe strongly in that. We got a Taste Texas class this weekend coming up with Dave Fougeron from Southern Stars coming out. That'd be a great class to be part of. I hope he dresses up because there's nothing better than seeing Dave dressed up. <laughs> okay. Dressed up as, as uh, oh, well, in garb, you mean. I was wondering yeah, where you're yeah, going yeah, with that, yeah, like yeah. high heels or something. I didn't well, know. you know, that's, that's always <laughs> nice when he wants to do something fancy. But I'm talking, you know, for Renaissance. You know, like centaur see style? Yeah, centaur <laughs> centaur. Style. Oh, yeah. Centaur's yeah, big. Yeah, that's big. chain metal. <laughs> he would, I that's just year round, right? That would be, yeah, be chain metal for Dave. That's a little fitting. It's more of a safety thing than anything. <laughs> but Dave always, always comes out. It's about his fifth year, I think, or sixth year with us doing a class, and he's a fantastic class. We always uh, we do shotgun Dave also afterwards. So the brewers really enjoy. They count the days down. When's Dave coming so we can shotgun again? <laughs> you say shotgun Dave? Shotgun Dave, yeah. We always, uh, Dave started us six years ago. Uh, he does a class, and then we shotgun. It's uh, the brewers enjoy that a lot for some reason. I'm not sure why that huh. is. It's worth it all, right? It's not worth yeah. it. <laughs> well, you should come on out. Uh, we'd love to have y'all come on out with us. Maybe brew with us or do a class with us. Oh, that'd be fun. Yep, yep. It's always a class. But uh, we'll uh, we'll do that this weekend, uh, and then every weekend through the end of November, we'll uh, we'll have a class uh, each weekend. We're doing a very special thing at the end of the year. We're going to do a uh, collaboration brew with KZNE. It's a competitive radio station out of Bryan College Station. And we're going to do a vanilla porter, coffee porter, and that's going to all mm. the proceeds go to Long Way Home uh, to help them support them. It is a um, group of people who adopt pets out of kill shelters and then raise them until they can find homes for them. Oh, nice! So it's a, it's a very worthwhile good deal uh, uh, charity there. And then we'll uh, we'll brew beer and drink beer out there. It's fun. Yeah, I remember it was several years ago. I think about three years ago now. The Preston. The old co-host came out and brewed some beer with you, and well, so one day, ago, yeah. one day, um, well, I tried to make it out there this last Sunday, and yeah, we and waited and waited and waited. And we didn't wait to start drinking though; we started drinking without you. Yeah, Thank heavens, man, that traffic. It just got to me. I was too hungry, man. And and I knew that there was a turkey leg waiting for me when I got there. <laughs> was. And some more Oktoberfest, too, on tap. Oh, and some Oktoberfest. No. Or, or just some, some Black Plague. Black you don't plague. need food when you have the Black Plague. <laughs> True. You need some food because I'm going to tell you, they'll sneak up on you and grab you, and you won't know who you are. Just <laughs> sleep a, under a bush somewhere. People camp out at Renaissance Festival. All the time. Oh, yeah. one of those. Sure. Yeah. Or pass out, too. <laughs> Impromptu camping is what I like to call it. <laughs> exactly. And that Black Plague will sneak up on you, too. It doesn't taste any alcohol. It's 10.75, and it'll catch you from the behind in the New York second. It's rough. Yeah, and I still have uh, the last two years bottles sitting at my house that one day, I don't know when, I don't, I, mean, I, I feel like I should open them and drink them, but then it's like it's like a collector's item at this point. Uh-huh. They're, they're going to be good, uh, the best at 18 to 24 months. Uh, much beyond that, they get a little long in the bottle. I've got a bottle that's five years old, which was not as good as it was before when I previously made it. Uh, it's a high gravity beer and high alcohol and high hops, but you know, two, three years in a bottle, yeah. that's all. You're getting long out there for a beer. <laughs> okay, so John, let us know when you're doing that vertical. <laughs> exactly, yeah. do the vertical. So we can get horizontal. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I say that we yeah. did a vertical last Not year. Not personally, of course. For, well, you know, you never know how the night turns. <laughs> uh, with some impromptu camping, there as Casey says. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, some city camping here. There's people that camp out in front of the, the pub here often. <laughs> yeah, so, really. Just join them. <laughs> Camping or is that passing out? That's too yeah, yeah, too, maybe hose them down. Move along. Yeah. Move yeah, along. Yeah. But uh, no. But uh, how's everything else going with the other location for the brewery? Oh, that's been rough. We uh, we feel like we're snake bit right now. We've had two locations in the last two years uh, that have uh, last minute 
hit a big bump. The last one was in Pasadena, and we had a small problem there. And then we asked a question early on. It's a small question. Is food required? And they said no. And then six months later, when we were signing all the details, they said, oh, by the way, food is required, uh, which is, I, I believe, strongly in serving food with beer. But we are a brewery, not a restaurant. So and a 51% rule all of a sudden. So right now we are currently looking for another location. So if you have a location out there and you want to give us a free location, uh, <laughs> uh, 46 If you're a city that, that's looking to put a brewery in, and, I mean, the economical yeah. impact's huge. Yeah, it is. Absolutely huge. And it you've is. seen that with some smaller towns that really do, they with their, their tiers and boards or work with some of the redeveloping small downtown strips that they look at that because of the potential economic and, impact. And they do. We've had several cities actually contact us, but my wife is opposed to moving thousands of miles away uh, so in yeah, my hats off to the smaller cities trying to bring breweries in uh, you have to have one thing if you're a brewery right now is location 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 mm-hmm. especially you're gonna sell on tap which is a big huge uh, income now for breweries and brew pubs mm-hmm. both so it's a it's it's a challenge to find a location it's one has good water uh, good sewer <laughs> or has water and sewer it's a <laughs> yeah, minor important require yeah, yeah. Electrical or not too close to a church or school. You'd be surprised how many calls I get with, hey, I got a place, but it's next to a church or it's right next to the school. It's not mm-hmm. good. So it's a little bit challenge. You know about starting a brewery. It's a little, little bit of a challenge to do that. <laughs> There's always something. You got permits and, you know, people always want to have their money for the permits and you know, little pesky things like wastewater. Where's it going to go to? Do you really need to get rid of it? Nah. So whenever I uh, open up my brew pub, I'm going to put it right next to St. Arnold because there will always be overflow traffic, and it's uh, talking about a killer business model. You know, that, that was our plan for the Houston Firkin Fest. We put it right next to St. Yeah. Arnold's, and it worked out well. Uh-huh. Yeah. Pick All right, let's back. take a quick break, and when we get back, talk with some Eureka Heights and some more Brigadoon Brewery. Drink of Ages. Right back. Fresh dress, close the shop at Modell's. This is John from During of Ages Radio Show, and it is that time of year, Oktoberfest. This means that it's time to grab some Roaring Suns Brewing Company's Oktoberfest. This celebration lager is tradition, margin style, super smooth, medium body, dark amber in color with a sweet malty finish. True to tradition, this is a classic Oktoberfest lager, 7% ABV and badass. Find it at your favorite places like Drink of Ages Pub on draft and in package. Listen to Drink of Ages every Friday night at 9 p.m. here on ESPN 97.5. Hey, good beer drinkers, this is Garrison, the head brewer Spindle Tap. If you're digging IPAs these days, you should definitely try our new West Coast style IPA Hop Gusher. You're going to get a lot of dank tropical notes from the excessive amounts of Amarillo, Citra, and Mosaic. We just started canning it last week. So come pick it up fresh from our brewery at 10622 Hirsch Road. You can also get it freshly poured at Drink of Ages Pub. Also look for it at your nearest grocery store soon. Check us out at SpindleTapBrewery.com. The conspiratorial forces at Southern Star Brewing are alleged to have focused their energies on a well-defined objective, a delicious West Coast-style IPA. Conspiracy Theory is a new year-round 6.5% IPA brewed with Amarillo, Simcoe, Centennial, and Galena Hops. Let the existence of Conspiracy Theory IPA be proven in your glass or pick up a 360 can. Get ready to bring in the badass weather also with the Spring Pills, a new seasonal from Southern Star. Stop by the new brewery with open tap room every Friday, Saturday, and now open on Sundays. SouthernStarBrewing.com. 
In a sun-drenched field on the side of a quiet road just north of Houston, there is an old church, and inside this old church, something is brewing. That something is Back Pew Brewing Company, the Houston area's next legendary craft brewery. With two lines of beer, the Saints and the Sinners, Back Pew does things differently because it's the only way they know. With creative characters and bold twists, Back Pew devises flavors that are entirely unexpected but endlessly enjoyable. Visit BackPewBrewing.com for a list of watering holes where you can find your new favorite beer.
We are back on in, man. We're still hanging out with Alan Ward, my co-host for this episode from Brigham Brewery. And then we have Eureka Heights hanging out with us. So, Casey and Brent, man. Hey, guys. How are things going over there right now in your first? I mean, how like operation-wise, you guys are how many months into it right now? We'll call it three, three months in, and you don't have to give us a birthday cake or anything like that. But, uh, yeah, it's been an awesome three months. We've really, really been happy with the turnout and reception for everybody. Um Everybody who's come through the breweries had really nice things to say about the beers, and uh, a lot of the accounts we've been able to reach out to are also very receptive, such as folks like yourself. Uh, we're having different events, and all the feedback's been really, really positive. So we're pretty damn happy. Yeah, people are thirsty. That's I mean, we see that. It's like Houston is still starved. There's so much room to grow. So many people we hear we're the first craft beer or the first whatever, or we they like I just had this new guy St. Arnold. And with that, we want to like try all these. Yeah, someone came by the brewery. Like, I heard this new St. Arnold guy, and we're going to all these other breweries now. I was like, oh, great. Like, great. That's, sure. So you realize there still is such this market that uh, just people that haven't tried craft beer and haven't kind of fell in love with it yet. Well, and, I mean, and that's actually true for veterans, too. I mean, it's like the new thing. So let's see how these guys stack up, what they measure, what they bring to the table, that kind of thing. So, I mean, that's fun for us. We're all beer lovers and connoisseurs here. So whenever you hear something's new, you want to give it a try, give it a shake, and so that kind of fits in well with where we're at. The average craft beer no longer has a single beer they drink. They go to the store and say, ooh, haven't had that or yeah. that, and they yeah. want to try it. And it's a big thing about trying new breweries and, and getting out there. And, and we, you know, we, we promote that drink local and, and try the area and see what we have. Yeah. Houston's beer scene is growing, expanding at exponential notes right now. It's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Well, that and, and on top of you have so many people moving to Houston right now. And traffic is, will just tell you that. The you know, 100,000 people a month or whatever the number is of, of, of just people moving to Houston from all over the country. And, and they're coming from states, the Colorado and Washington and Pennsylvania and these areas that, are, that, that, that have set breweries that really good beers. And they come here and they're like, man, we want, we want to try some new beer. Yeah. And, you know, that's, it's the craft movement. So it started with food and it got everybody's senses on overload. And we can try different things and be open to stuff. And we've been really happy with that because um, we have an ESB called Wicked Awesome. And not a lot of ESBs were available in the region. So we weren't sure how that would turn out. And uh, people are really open to it. And I'm talking about people that are kind of newish to the craft beer movement, up to whoever. Uh, but, you know, what's an ESB? You kind of explain small tea, fr- uh, fruit flavor, or, you know, flavorful. Uh, and they're like, okay, I'll try it. And then they try and they, they like it. So people are just open and receptive. And that's really, really positive for everybody in the industry that you can just try different things and people are, are good for it. And people are going beyond the IPAs finally now. You know, our English ale is a, is a fruity flavor to it, a little less than an ESB, but. 
they're really surprised that they, hey, this is pretty good. It doesn't have a hops flavor to it. So beyond <laughs> hops, there is beer, folks. Right. It's, it's good. And there are, but they're just not as good. <laughs> but that's fine. Yeah. IPA stalwart. <laughs> yeah. no, it's tricky to find that balance. So when we set out, we wanted to have kind of a range of styles. We're not a Belgian brewery or a IPA brewery. We, we like a wide variety. Mm-hmm. We have a pretty diverse team. We like a wide variety of styles. So we've got a cream ale that that's what I brewed for my brother, who's a Coors Light drinker. And I was like, we're going to get you something better. And so that, there's that. If he shows up at our brewery, he can have... A beer that he wants and if someone wants a really hot forward ipa or a spice stout we have those options too and trying to look at the range of kind of what we wanted to drink on a daily basis we all kind of had different answers so it's that's why we have five year-round beers and that's a lot for what we thought we'd set out with but we wanted to make sure everyone always had something they they would want when they were able to try our beers that's the good thing about craft beer right now you have a variety of choice mm-hmm. no longer you stuck with a beer or two beers you have a variety each breweries now are they're producing good quality beers down the area. Y- y'all's beer is fantastic. We had you at Houston Friggin Festival. It was great there. And they have a great place. I like your, 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 your brewery and, yeah. and beer, Thank too. Thank you, Alan. Uh, and the, the location that you guys have, have plenty of room to grow in that we one. We definitely do. Which is nice. Uh, yeah, 20,000. We second landing up to open up. That's what I want to see open up. The second landing, that door goes to nowhere. Uh, you like that? <laughs> I like that door. Yeah, it's a 20,000-square-foot warehouse. Um, and yeah, as you mentioned, room to grow. And that was important for us when we were scoping it out because, you know, obviously we're in it for the long haul. So it's something to grow th- through with and uh, have those five core beers and then the other ones that are inevitably going to join the portfolio. Um, and it's just a real cool spot. The Heights, you know, we're uh, for the most part, a lot of us are real local hometown kids. So it's an area that, you know, Casey and I live in that area and a couple others do too. So it's nice to build something in your area and build up and grow up and see the people in the neighborhood come through. So it's really fun. Yeah. One, one thing about your beer is we're talking with uh, Eureka Heights Brewery, Brewing Company. Three guys, brewing company. Brewing right? company. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. They have a license yeah. and everything. Well, you can it's call good. whatever. I mean, whatever yes. you want, we're fine. Hey, you know, your guys, brewery. different days. But yeah, uh, a lot of your beers are. You know, everybody wants to come out with these big, high ABV beers. And you guys are like, you know, we're going to come come out with good beers you can sit and drink all day long and enjoy. Yeah, that just came from us. I mean, kind of. We didn't necessarily set out to do that, but so about a year and a half ago, we moved in our space. We demoed the warehouse for about three months, just us and a forklift and some torches and just cutting up trying to clean it up and at the end of the day i wanted a beer but i didn't want a double ipa i didn't drink a ton of pilsners a ton of these really low alcohol but still flavorful beers and along the way we knew we wanted a couple real sessionable or real approachable beers um, and we just kind of kept testing and then after a while we're like wait does this ipa have to be seven and a half percent can we make a kick-ass ipa at five and a half percent can we get the flavors that we want at a lower alcohol and sometimes the answer is no so that's why it's not a four percent ipa it's five and a half that we have so there's some balance in there but if it doesn't have to be high alcohol and kind of why i'd rather have three beers than two most days and i end up especially houston's temperature you know the high gravity beer in houston is is really tough sometimes you don't want to have that 11 percent beer or the nine percent beer you grew up finished mowing the grass in august <laughs> i don't i mean that's that's yeah. a killer beer right there mm-hmm. but yeah. you want something that's a little more four and a half five percent you can drink yeah. in, in easy time and, and have more than one and enjoy it yeah brewing a climate uh the brewer um, started Austin Beer Works, came from Virginia, and worked for Dogfish Head, and they brewed a lot, a little more porters, and yeah, the climate's very stuff, different. Right. He said moving to Texas, it was a very eye-opening experience. And he looks around and is like, 
because it's hot a lot of the year. And he's like, immediately, he's like, we had to throw out all these recipes we thought we were going to work on once he really moved and had a first summer in Houston or in, in Austin and kind of saw that. So I really took that to heart. It's great when I go to Minnesota at Christmas time yeah. to visit my wife's family and drink oatmeal stouts and porters and all this all day long and I'm in heaven, but it's also negative 20 outside. I really don't want a Pilsner or a Pell really. I want something a little heavier that I can sip on and let warm up. And, yeah, something you know, with a little oomph to it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like a heart there. Yeah. yeah, a little antifreeze. Yeah, here you need the opposite. <laughs> so you need you need that cold beer that you can throw down pretty easy and uh, yep. enjoy once you get finished doing something outside. Yeah. And that just might even be walking from your car to the house. Because, yeah. you know, it's just like, okay, that's, <laughs> I just need a beer. It's a relief at that point. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, whatever. We're in November now, and it's 80-something. It some was 80-something yeah. degrees outside. I yeah. wish yeah. it was 80s. I think it was 90 today, I think. Was it? I think so, because I about died today. It was, Brutal. It was horrible outside. Yeah. I haven't Brutal. worn pants in, like, seven months, so oh, I got kilt, that going so for me. It's, you would think it'd be cold with a kill time, but no, no, it's not. The wind blows freely, and it's about time for it to blow a little cooler, if you don't mind. Yep. All right, let's take another break. As a couple of us, actually three of us, are almost out of beer. So when we get back, we'll talk more with Eureka Heights and Brigham Brew. DJ Muskrat, just put us something nice, buddy. Just put us something good. Spindle Tap Brewery, Houston's newest brewery and tap room. Actually, it's Houston's newest air-conditioned brewery and tap room. Located 10622 Hirsch Road, just 15 minutes north of downtown. Look for Boomtown Blonde, Tool Pusher Pale Ale, Hopper House Double IPA, and Honey Hole ESB on tap around town. But you definitely need to stop in the tap room for a beer and a burger. Tap room is open Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays. SpindleTapBrewery.com. Get all your information you need. If you'd like to market your business to the craft beer community, please contact Drink of Ages at 832-617-0201. That's 832-617-0201. Or message us at facebook.com slash drinkofages. Find us on Twitter at hashtag drinkofages. And get all contact and podcast info at drinkofages.com. Whether a startup brewery or distillery or you've been around for years, the badass folks at Cash Branding has to be your go-to source for branded merchandise and apparel. Cash Branding does it all, from imprinted glassware, coasters, koozies, tin tackers, and bottle openers to dickies and red cap work shirts, t-shirts, and caps. Their apparel decorating options are top-notch, offering embroidery and the latest trends in screen printing, using water-based and discharge inks to achieve that super soft feel. Artwork services and samples are always free. Why go out of town or use multiple supplies for your branded merchandise keep it local like we do let the badasses at cash branding the official merchandise sponsor of drink of ages kick your branded merchandise and apparel up a notch give them a call at 855-376-7638 or check them out cashbranding.com Your voice it said everything our whole world was about to change I didn't know
Still sitting over here drinking some good beers at Drink of Ages Pub. This is some badass music by DJ Muskratch and the Powell Brothers. I can't even talk now, man. I, and I just had a little <laughs> sip of this Moo Caliente. But uh, yeah, listen to some great music in between segments. That is from the Powell Brothers. They're going to be on next segment talk about some of their stuff coming up. They're 
Man, one of the bands from Houston that's absolutely blowing up right now and nice. playing some hell of a shows, but they also make really good music. So hope everybody's been enjoying that. Uh, so we are drinking some Moo Caliente now, and which which is your spice stout, and man, it's just it's just good. It just finishes. It, it starts off really easy, malty, a little chocolatey, and then it just finishes almost like you have a stick of big red gum in your mouth. <laughs> it's that little that little tickle. Just in the back a little of the tickle. Throat. Yeah, a little, little tickle. A little, little little cinnamon cayenne there. Yeah, that's really good. It is. Yeah, it's our six percent milk stout. Yeah, Moo Caliente. We were really, really big fans of horrible puns, so that's just. <laughs> uh, okay. And then we take the, the nice base milk stout, and we add three different types of cinnamon and then cayenne. So you get a little bit of that heat on the back end, but it doesn't overwhelm. It kind of complements the spices and the rest of the beer. I didn't know there were three different types of cinnamon. Yeah, we mm. learned way too much about cinnamon uh-huh. when we it's were going tree. through. It's a bark. Yeah. That's all I know. Yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm done. <laughs> we did actually a cinnamon like flight a tasting. It was the weirdest thing I've probably ever done. And But you do have a preference. It was interesting to see. So we just kind of picked some that worked well together, and we tried test batches with different cinnamons in it. Was and that at Pinsy's? Uh, Pinsy no. spices. Pinsy spices. <laughs> that, that's that's one of the best places to yeah. go and just hang out. They know what they're doing for sure. Yep. So Casey, where did you come up with the idea for this milk style? Oh, great question, Brent. Oh, <laughs> feeding, feeding. Uh, no, so um, inspiration with this was uh, my wife makes called Mexican brownies. They were kind of her take on Mexican hot chocolate, which I think is not an uncommon thing in Houston. And uh, it's chocolate, hot chocolate with cinnamon and generally some sort of pepper or other spice. And she makes these brownies, and they're super rich, gooey, with those sort of similar spices. And I was making a test batch. This is before we had our license. I was still out of my back patio test brewing. Sounds illegal. Yeah, nice. (laughs) Marginally. I was a home brewer still. Uh, (laughs) And uh, she was making the brownies inside and said, you should, like, try these spices in the beer. I was like, that's a horrible idea. That's not going to work at all. So we split a batch, and I threw some spices in half of it and some without it. We 100% preferred with. Somehow it added all this depth, all this complexity. And uh, So thanks a lot, Lori. You win. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> As usual. I, I honestly right now would like some of those brownies. Were, yeah. <laughs> I'll call her real yeah. quick. Some brownies, a little vanilla ice cream would be awesome. <laughs> that would be it. really good. You yeah. nailed it right there. The pairings we've had with other places is, is with ice cream mm-hmm. um, and then with brownies just kind of drizzling on top or just serving beside. I mean, it's just perfect complement for that kind of stuff. Yeah, you just make a fantastic milk shout. Oh. shake. Yeah, Fat Cat uh, Ice Creamery in the Heights, they yeah. made uh, push pops with it a couple times for us for special events. So it's fun. It, people think immediately desserts because it balances with that richness. And mm-hmm. Yep, it's delicious. Does anybody deliver cheesecake this time of night? Uh, Uber, uh, Uber Eats. Uber, Uber, Uber cheesecake <laughs> delivery now, please. Some tres leches. <laughs> man, I think you just take a tres leches cake and put it in there. And yeah, that would be good. I'm game for anything. Yeah, I'm, try, I'm trying to bulk up, so that's yeah. probably a good idea. <laughs> that's a good way to do it. <laughs> That'll do it. That will, will increase the bulk there. So with the, all the different events coming up, you have well, you have your five staple beers. Uh, let's talk about beers since this is a beer show. With uh, you have your five staple beers. What else? I mean, that, that's a lot of beers to brew. Yeah, <laughs> up there. <laughs> yeah, we're aware. Uh, we're sort of running into some uh, some of those like logistical concerns and. The production scheduling is becoming it's tough, uh, it? tougher and tougher. And we knew it would. Uh, it's tougher quicker than we thought it was. Because um, all problem. the brands are performing pretty well. We don't have necessarily a dog. So they're all doing really well. And that's great. But 
that we also can't just focus on brewing one brand that we have five and generally none of them are above 30 percent of what we're selling and none are below 10 so they're all sort of in that range and we're trying to keep up and keep them all available because certain accounts really like one certain another and um, we talked about potentially doing another couple one-offs and we thought we would have time and we're hopefully going to have more tanks on order in the next Tank couple weeks. Tank rotation is going to be a big, big problem. We do 12 beers for eight weekends, so <laughs> I understand wow. your problem. Yeah, wow. yeah, I have eight <laughs> seasonals back off. Damn. Uh, now, we use three different yeasts, so that's another sort of logistical yeah. concern. We don't have just one house yeast. Um, any yeast that touches the spiced beer is pretty much done. Done. So we can't pitch our IPA off that, or else it's going to be a spiced IPA, and that's not what we want. Let's check. Uh, let's just try it. Yeah, I must say, yeah, yeah, yeah. a little cinnamon. A moo IPA. A moo, yeah. yeah. <laughs> a moo ipa. <laughs> moo hoppy. Moo hoppy. There you go. That's a good pun. <laughs> but yeah, there will be some of those one-offs that we're always tinkering with while we're doing this and and uh although we said we had the the low abv sessionable ones for the core five of course we'll do some monsters for everybody we want to have some some big ipa some big stouts like we mentioned the uh i guess off that we're going to have some barrel aged stouts coming out so um always in production always in the in the move so look for those coming out in the future that's what's fun about being brand new we don't necessarily have a precedent we can kind of try something different or kind of do something and see if it works and then if it doesn't it was at least a fun experiment, and if we're happy with the beer that gets sent out, then it's kind of neat to see the reception. And that's a big thing about craft industry right now. You can try new things, not be afraid of having a problem, or you know, maybe it wasn't a great beer. Hey, folks, you tried something new and different, and your customers don't don't condemn you forever. You know, hey, that was that was interesting. Can you give us something different, please, next time. But we like it. <laughs> so good. The craft industry right now gives you a chance for your customers. They want new things. They want something yeah. different. And then, we'll call is excellent. Then it just really comes back down to quality. As yeah. long as you're putting out a quality product, mm-hmm. regardless of what style or anything else it is, as long as you're you know, it's a good quality product and you know there's nothing wrong with that beer, it might taste different because of things you're putting in it, then yeah. that, that's important. Right? Yeah. Because there, there's a few breweries that's put a few things out that probably shouldn't have put some things out. And <laughs> it's, you're not talking about us, right? What? Yeah. <laughs> No, you haven't had time yeah. yet. Give it time, yeah. boys. Give no, it that, and that's a, you've seen that sort of the, as other breweries have opened up with experienced brewers are just making really high quality beer. It pushes everybody else, and that window to figure things out is shrinking. I think in a good way that it makes people come out and their beers need to be pretty on point early on. Um, and there's tricky. I get the financial concerns. If you're not happy with a batch, do you try to release it? But I mean, we did budget five dump batches our first year. And one of them, we just weren't happy with our, like, the yeast profile and how it fermented out. And that was, the beer was fine, but it just wasn't right. So, like, we need to make sure we're okay with that. So that's batch one we put down the drain, and hopefully that's the last of them. But we need to make sure that we're, our beers are already consistent and what they need to be as we're moving forward. And that's forward. the important thing. Dumping batches, I think every brewery does that sometime. We dump batches before, too. It's really a quality product for your customer. And it's better to dump it than it's to put in the market and sell it. And the craft quality of customer now their palate's higher they, they can tell that bad beer relatively quickly and they expect good quality beers now you're absolutely right three months old and and we know that people at these different accounts who who are serving and tasting and, and trying let alone the customer base that always want that ipa they will tell it in a heartbeat and that's the, that's the experience of the customer and that's who we're going for like that's why the quality is so important to us so we're not going to skimp on that i think instead of dumping instead of dumping it just go get you one of those above ground pools <laughs> fill it up and charge people you know 20 dollars yeah. to swim in beer man on earth style yeah and, and i mean then, then then you're actually doing something useful you know, hired 
You know, I, I have swim in beer by accident, and I don't think it's a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> I have had hoses bust on me in a swim. And yeah. it, Did a Google Earth car drive by? Yeah, exactly. That exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's no fun wearing beers. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so what events do you guys have coming up over the brewery? Uh, we've got a bunch of kind of random fun stuff. Our tap room's open Friday, Saturday, Sundays right now. Uh, we've got uh, Bill Murray for president, a little pop-up dinner with the food truck coming up on nice. Friday. I'd so vote for him. There we go. Yeah, it's the best option right now. <laughs> yeah. uh, and uh, we've got that's, – that's our main one right now. Yeah, we just got over our grand opening party, which was, um, you know, like two months after the fact, but we were building up to it for, for good reasons. So we'll we could, count. Okay. Yeah, you know, we'll yeah. Really track. So we had a real great time out there. We had ten different casks of our, of our beer, which we thought was pretty phenomenal. Uh, each brand getting out there. And then uh, we had uh, everybody wearing jorts. We had an airbrush artist doing uh, art of the five different brands. It was just bananas. It was, I was so proud, so proud. <laughs> and uh, you, you post all your events on Facebook and all that good stuff, which you just What's look Facebook? Up. What's it's, a, it's, it's a social social disease. Social we, should get on that. <laughs> we should get on that. Yeah. We should get on that. Small extra social disease. <laughs> sweeping the nation. On Facebook. I, I follow you. I stalk you. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, y'all do a good He's job a of putting everything out there. And so it's a good way to just keep up with stuff going on at the brewery. But I highly recommend stopping by the brewery, trying some beers. And if you see any of the Eureka Heights stuff on tap, get a couple pints. Yep. Yeah. It is good stuff. Always. Definitely. Right, my man. Casey, Brent, appreciate you guys coming and hanging out. Yeah. This is a blast. Thanks for having us, yeah. man. Definitely. Let's uh, take a quick break, and we're going to call brothers thank on. our uh, sponsor tonight, Roar and Sons. Oh, Roar we're not done heads. yet. We still have one more segment to go. But, we yeah, can't Roar, quit yet. You can't oh, quit Oh, we still yet. should thank yeah. our sponsor tonight, yeah. Roar and Sons. Thank you, Fritz, for your beers. We appreciate you. <laughs> yep. They are making great beers up there. Uh, but, yeah, we're going to get take a quick break, and we come back, the Powell brothers will be hanging out. All right. DJ Muskratch, play some music. Drink of Ages, be right back. Town and City Brewing is a microbrewery in the heart of one of Houston's oldest and most iconic neighborhoods, bringing Houston worldly beers at a neighborhood level. The tap room and beer garden focuses on bar-like service with no need to purchase tokens or tours. Patrons can buy half pints, full pints, pitchers, and flights of beer. Bring your family, including your furry ones, because kids and pets are welcome. The kids can enjoy the house-made sodas. The kitchen is serving pub fare with brunch from 11 to 2 p.m. on Sundays. Live music two days a week and a farmer's market on the second Sunday of every month. Townandcitybrewing.com. One of my favorite places to go just got better. Rudyard's Pub on Wa. You need to go check out their new tap towers. 20 local lineups, 8 national crafties, 8 imports and ciders, 5 fancy pans, specialty brews, 1 mead, and 1 cold brew coffee tap, plus a newly designed cocktail menu. Still have all your favorites on the menu for lunch and dinner, and don't forget about Chef Joe Appa's world-famous monthly beer dinner happening the last Thursday every month. 2010 Wall Drive, RudyardsPub.com. Have you ever wanted something so bad that you do just about anything for it? Well, that's exactly how we feel about you. That's right. AdamandEve.com wants you so bad. We're giving you 10 free gifts with your first order. You heard me right. That's 10 free gifts to spice up your love life. First, you'll get a sexy surprise for her. Second, an adventurous toy for him. And third, a little something we know you'll both enjoy. Plus, you'll get six full-length adult movies on DVD. 
And number 10, free shipping on your entire order. That's 10 free gifts for you shy types who've never tried Adam and Eve before. Just go to adamandeve.com and select any one item. It could be an adventurous new toy, a sexy piece of lingerie, or anything you desire. Just enter offer code DRINK at checkout and you'll get all 10 free gifts, including free shipping. That's offer code DRINK. That's D-R-I-N-K at adamandeve.com. All right, Drink of Ages, we are back from our nice little beer break. And now, man, oh, actually, let me introduce my co-host again, Alan Ward from Brigadoon Brewery. It's a pleasure to be here, John, to join ourselves And uh, if, you ever, if you make it out to the Renaissance Festival, you definitely need to stop by Brigadoon and try some of his beers, plus the many other taps that he has we on. We have 16 taps, quality beer out there. Always have Black Plague, and it's a unique experience to come on out. Get some information at uh, brigadoonbrewery.com. So now hanging out with us, we have the Powell Brothers, which, uh, man, uh, uh, there's, there's some good bands coming out of Houston right now that's really taking off and, and <laughs> blowing up and just, just playing these tours and selling out shows and everything. And Unfortunately, none of those bands could make it tonight. They, they couldn't make it tonight. We, had Brothers. Brothers. We, did we were able to get the Powell Brothers last minute. They, they were available for some reason. I don't know why. <laughs> no, but, but, <laughs> You guys, honestly, man, you guys, since the last time y'all were on the show, when, when was that? How long yeah, ago? It was at least a year ago. Yeah, something least, like that. Was it in November? October? Um, for the sake time, of the story, John, sure. Yeah, it's our time. That's our time. You can't take my time. Yeah. Yeah, it was over at Firehouse. And, uh, I just remember you, I, weren't you at, like, weren't you on a cruise whenever we were on the show last? I think it's the first time I've been on the show where was, you were here. Was Lenny there? Oh, that was, yeah, you know what? That was, it was in March. Yeah, yeah. You it was in we March. Were coming and you were like, yeah, not this last week. March, but the March before. Yeah. Yes, I was on the Flog and Molly cruise. Oh, heck yeah. And which was one hell of a time. We were told you had a fantastic excuse. It was a good excuse. We'll accept that. And we had a note from the captain, too. So. And yeah, I yeah. listened to the show because you guys, were y'all on with, with St. Arnold? Yeah, um, with uh, Buffalo oh, Bayou. Buffalo Bayou. Oh, Buffalo yeah. Bayou. I'm sorry. I, I believe it was a I listened Rest to that show. <laughs> and it was, it, was, it was a lot of yelling and, and talking yeah. about me and suntan lotion. Yeah. <laughs> I remember <Yeah>. that. <laughs> well, the thing is, though, is, is that now I'm seeing you guys are playing all over the place. You're, you're going on a big national tour, doing different things, and you guys are, have, have taken off exponentially since uh you know, since i first heard of you guys that's pretty badass man we, we, i mean we're having we're having a ton of fun i mean it's you know i'm sure everybody says this but like you know we really love what we do and um we get to work with incredible people and for some reason probably way outside of our own control um we keep getting great opportunities to to keep doing what we're doing and i mean we're just really having fun i'd like to say it's you know attributed to our our hard work but which i'm sure has something to do with it maybe but I, well, the you quality know. of work at least yeah I, I don't know i don't know i mean like we we love it and and people keep letting us show up and play at their stuff and we're loving every second of it we're excited um was this last time we saw you we were getting ready to release our first radio single and that's when there's kind of this um, goofy story of one of our business advisors telling us for about half the amount of money you could rent a 43-foot sailboat in the british virgin islands for a week and so we totally trashed our plans of releasing a radio single and went sailing for a week around the British Virgin Islands. Hell like, yeah. We'd play different we, we, yeah. I don't know. Beer's so cheap there, by the way. It is. It's, it's crazy. So we, we, just, we just sailed every day and like shot videos, and every night we played a different like island bar. Um, and we saved some money. But this year, you know, we decided, hey, you know, we really need to go to radio. So 
We're actually doing it this time. Um, so like our radio single is coming out. Um, I mean, I think the official launch date is, is the, I guess, this month. And what's it called? It's called Four Wheel Hotel. It's yeah, the it's single. Kind of, we, you know, we, we run into so many great singer-songwriters, and um, everybody always wants to sing about what the life is like of being a musician. But um, there's a, you know, we found a very common shared experience that I think people just don't want to talk about. So we we're like, let's write the song about sleeping in your car. Because, <laughs> um, I mean, everybody's been a musician, artist. You know, I'm, I'm sure probably even people outside of those worlds. Um, well, there, there's probably people that listen, listens to the show that has slept in their car a time or two. Or yeah. sleeping now in their car. Yeah. yeah. They, they, they might be sleeping in the car right now. Yeah. Is that released at the end of the month? You said? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's already kind of on s- some radio stations, but I think th- when we start kind of doing our radio tour, um, we'll probably be mid this month or um, the beginning of next month. So where can listeners get it on? Can they get it online somewhere? Do you have a website it or is, something? We do have a website. Um, it is powellbrothersmusic.com. The new record um, introducing the Powell Brothers um, is coming out, um, I guess, first, second yeah. week of February. We're still, I mean, I would say this is, the whole radio thing is a new realm to us, so we're, okay. we're, we're working right. our butts off and trusting the people we've, we've hired to kind of lead us. <laughs> well, you have a contract here, okay. We do. That's been yeah. one of the, you've met Chad Tolar, right? Yeah, I know so Chad. Yeah, Chad is our guy. manager and keyboard player yep. who also moonlights as an attorney, or I guess you could say he's an attorney who moonlights as a keyboard player. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will say, you know, having a lawyer in your band is... That, that's that guy, a lot. Chad, yeah. Chad's busy. Easy. Oh my he's I a mean, busy between dude. Costello, you guys, being an attorney. Yeah, I mean. I think you guys are doing just fine. I mean, with, the, with the new album coming out and all the different shows that you guys are playing, uh, like you were saying, you're going to be in Colorado coming up in January, oh, yeah, playing some shows. When we started, um, one of our favorite things is, you know, a dream of mine is always to play Green Hall. And um, so yeah. we played Green Hall last month. And, you know, we were so excited. It was like, you know, we, we just appreciated the opportunity, like, you know, to be a part of that room. The very next day, we got a phone call, and boom, we were rebooked into Green Hall again. That's awesome. So, I, I, mean, I love Green Hall. It's, it's my favorite place to go to. It's, it's one of those places I said, I, I'm not going there until I'm, we're playing there. And, and so, like, you know, it's kind of, you know, it's like we played on, like, a Sunday afternoon, and it's just like family's kind of walking in. But, for, like, me, hey, you're there. Such, yeah, I was like, dude, we're here. Yep. Um, so, I mean, it was, it was still really, really cool, and... Um, we're so excited to go back to there. Um, a lot of people recently have just, it, you know, slowly but surely being embraced kind of by our, our scene, which is... It, well, you guys are making fun. badass music, so, I mean, it helps. It helps. The product isn't hurting us. Yep. We just, we, you know, people are like, you know, we really want to play there, and then they're like, why should I book you? And we're like, well, we, we know John. And they're yeah. like, oh, done. Done. Yeah, yeah. Use my name if you need to. All right, well, good luck on the tour. Good luck with all the radio releases and the new album coming out in February. The Powell Brothers, look them up. Uh, there's a lot of music online you can listen to, and go check them out if they're playing anywhere around you. Go go, ahead, go out and watch a show. So I appreciate you guys coming and hanging out at the pub. Thank you for having us. Good to be here. All right, well, this episode of Drink of Ages was brought to you by Roaring Sons Oktoberfest. Get out there and get it while you still can. I want to thank everybody that came on, the Powell Brothers, Go out there, watch their shows, download their music. Eureka Heights Brewing Company. We had Casey and Brent hanging out. Uh, DJ Muskratch taking us into the breaks. Sitting there spinning on the ones and twos. Playing good music, man. Awesome job playing music. Yeah, he always does. And he'll be out there at Funk Fest 
playing the badass music in between the bands. Don't forget to come out and drink of a uh, pub also. You, Stop by the pub sometime. That's right. Great yep. beer. Plenty of taps. Yep. Thank you very much. And then Alan from Brigadoon Brewery. Thanks for hanging out. I enjoy it, John. Thank you. I listen to any of the old shows sponsored by Buffalo Bayou Brewing Company on iTunes, Drink of Ages, drinkofages.com. Uh, if you look up Drink of Ages at this it's point, you see... To listen to it. I always listen to it online because I'm always working, so I have to... Take yeah, it if I can. Yeah, so you can find it on iTunes, and man, everybody be safe out there. Uh, go Rockets! It is that time of year. It is. It is. Yep. And Texans, they're putting it together. They're putting it together. That's going to happen, I think. And this last this game, I felt a little better about it. So everybody be safe this weekend, and talk to everybody next week.
Chris from Beers Looking at You, the newest craft beer spot in Clear Lake, Webster area. If you're coming down to Galveston or stopping by NASA, check us out every day, noon to midnight. You can bring in your own grower. You can pick one up here. We have 39 taps to choose from. We're half beer store. We've got everything from Houston, Texas, and beyond. Be sure to check out our live draft list on our website, beerslookingatyou.com, or through the digital pour app. Hope to see you soon. Thanks.